Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. President Trump is hosting Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and he has stated very unequivocally that the U.S. recognizes Israel's right to defend itself. And, of course, to all of my, as I was speaking to you in the last hour, to all of the American Jews in my audience who still support the Democrat Party, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. But that's a whole nother hour program that we'll get to later. Right now, I have a special guest on, David Horowitz. He is a uh, conservative writer, thinker, author dozens of books, one of which mirrors my own life experience um, called Radical Son, because he, like me, had to confront the fact that the political left, and in particular the Democrat Party, was not the place we found the home. How you doing, David? Pretty good, Joyce. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, today's a big day for talk radio and, you know, how propitious that you are scheduled. But we now have seen just how to what lengths the left, including the media, will go to to try and silence conservatives. Uh, yeah, their, their goal is a one party state, um, you know, eliminate borders, uh, give illegals the right you know, not to be a citizen to vote anymore, give convicted felons the right to vote, lower the voting age to 16, abolish the electoral college. Every one of these measures is designed to create a one-party state in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, the Democratic Party is a, I mean, I don't even like to call them a socialist party because the Green New Deal is a communist plan. Mm-hmm. You can't take away 300 million cars or whatever there are in this country, gasoline engine cars, in 10 years, um, which would cost people a pretty penny, and not, not to mention they're sort of attached to their vehicles, uh, without establishing a police state. And you can tell the, the Democrats, just the way they act, they would have no compunction about establishing a police state. Yeah. Um, the book, the book I... I, I on your show to promote is called Dark Agenda, The War to Destroy Christian America. Mm-hmm. And coming from a Jew, I, I need to explain that. It, it occurred to me when I left the left, and I took another look at America and said, you know, what are the things that we really cherish in America? Well, like inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. When you can't have that, and you can't be inalienable if government gives them, because then government can take them away. It's only if God, if a, a creator, gives you the rights that they are inalienable. Um, and then I realized, again, re-examining our foundations, 98% of the people who settled this country um, and created it were Protestant Christians. And then it occurred to me that it was only Protestants who could have created America. Um, certainly not the atheist, my friend Christopher Hitchens, and his atheists couldn't have created it, because without a creator, you, the, your rights are just derived from politicians. Right. So, so the assault on Christianity, which began with banning prayer from the schools, they, they absolutely 
indefensible Supreme Court decisions since for 170 years. They've been praying on the schools with no objections, no, no constitutional challenges. Wipe the slate clean so that our public school children no longer can know the origins of this country and how they got the freedoms that they enjoy. And that makes it much easier to take them away. And I think the Democrats, you know, haste to assault the Electoral College something that actually worked to their advantage. Uh, Hillary just ran a terrible campaign. Um, but, but to tear up the Constitution because you lost an election shows what contempt they have for the Constitution itself. Yeah. Um, so the further I went into this book, the more I saw uh, I, I, the, the scope of this war against Christians. I mean, the, probably the worst aspect so far of it is with Obama doing nothing while the Islamists slaughtered 200,000 Christians in Iraq, the oldest Christian community in the world. In the world, Obama did nothing about uh, that. Yeah, it's still going on today. I mean, I see these statistics that are mind-boggling, and the world ignores it. I mean, if you, if you, unfortunately, if you slaughter 50 Muslims, if an individual does that in New Zealand, everybody carries the story ad nauseum, but every day that many Christians are Ooh, being that, eliminated. Right. That day, actually, 20 were killed in church in the Philippines, and that week, 85 Christian evangelicals were murdered by Islamists in uh, in uh, Nigeria. Not to mention there have been thirty four. I just read the figure thirty four thousand seven hundred and seventy two deadly terror attacks carried out by Muslims against infidels. That's anybody that's not of their faith. It's the most, they're the most bigoted people in the world and the most deadly, and yet. It, to be a liberal in America today, or so-called, or a progressive, your first instinct is you defend the Muslims. So that we have a Jew-haters in Congress, open Jew-haters, not only uh, Ilhan Omar, but the head of the Black Caucus, Kleiner, who's a defendant, American lover. Um, so she can attack Jews with the oldest uh, anti-Semitic tropes, um, and, and, and the Democrats are there, they're boycotting um, APAC. Right. I think the APAC, 80% of APAC are Democrats. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and just, yeah, you, you know, when you think about this weekend, uh, that Representative Omar was in your, your state, in California, at a fundraiser for CARE, in which she said that Muslims need to, you know, to rise up because they're being treated as second-class citizens. I'd like well, to know what other country does, do you get to Congress, you know, if yeah. you're a second-class? I mean, she's raising money for terrorists. Yeah. What's she doing in Congress? Where's the outrage? The Democratic Party is a, is a supreme party these days. Mm-hmm. They say, I mean, it's just, I can't get over how ridiculous uh, our candidates for president are. You can't respect them. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll say anything. They, they adopt every lunatic leftist idea that, you know, there's free money around and we can spend $93 trillion to remake the country and just move people around and destroy whole industries and 
destroy the private sector, like like the private health system, and institute a communist health care system. Mm-hmm. Well, the government is in control of everything. Um, and and it, it's at every level. Uh, Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. probably the most atrocious decision ever made by the Supreme Court on an invented right to privacy is, is the basis for it. There's nothing private about an abortion. Uh, and w- once you, you know, pluck that, once you don't have any moral restraint, mm-hmm. the next thing you know, they're passing laws that allow them to kill children who have already been born. I never thought I'd live to see this day. Yeah, you but and this, me both. This, this, what's going to stop them? They don't have any morals. I mean, it's like, okay, for two years they sabotaged this president and the presidency with a completely phony charge that he was colluding with Russia to win the election. It's been, you know, by Comey's friend Mueller said, you know, it's come to the conclusion after spending $25 million that there's no, there was no collusion. And instead of trying to figure out how did they launch this hoax in the first place, they want to continue it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say they need a they need a church commission to look into how this got started. Yeah, it got started because our Obama administration decided that they were they were as part of their um, campaign to create a one party state. They don't want Trump to be president. So the intelligence community set out to conduct a coup. Hillary financed um, this fake dossier with help from the Russians uh, about Trump to discredit him. Uh, they opened these. They, I mean, we, we haven't even looked at the FISA warrants, but they then got the intelligence community to spy on American citizens. It's an outrage, completely illegal. Um, and, you know, to find something to convict them of. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, show, show, me the, uh, show me the man and I'll find you the crime. Yeah. <laughs> that was the idea. Hey, uh, you know when you have Alan so Dershowitz positioning. People? Yeah. I mean, there are some liberals left. Dershowitz, Joe Lieberman. You know, there are a handful. Right. Yeah, well, they don't get much recognition. So the book is Dark Agenda. It is the War to Destroy Christian American and by David Horowitz. Of course, uh, you all know him most importantly for his, the David Horowitz Freedom Center, which is, uh, you know, an organization that has supported uh, many of my closest friends, like Robert Spencer, who's been under attack. Um, like, I can't believe MasterCard won't, won't accept. I, I see this all the time. Conservatives are being shut out. Threat, it's the greatest threat out there to our democracy now is, is this blacklist mm-hmm. from the funding. There are, the financial institutions, and it's part of it's the result of a concerted campaign by the left, first to fund... Um, this smear, this hate machine called the Southern Poverty Law Center, mm-hmm. which is a $500 million operation. And then they have ancillary groups um, like Color of Change and Blood Money. Media Matters. Uh, and, <laughs> and, media, and they they slander you. 
Uh, well, you know, you're in Florida. Mm-hmm. They tried to destroy Ron Santos yep. by hanging me around his neck after completely, you know, just lying about me totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very dangerous. They so they certainly are. So the book is available everywhere. They can go to Amazon, Barnes yeah, and Noble. The Amazon, exactly. Mm-hmm. To go up to. Uh, you know, front page, you can get it, frontpagemag.com, you can get it there, too. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be reviewed in, in the Miami Herald, I guarantee you. No. Um, Are you kidding? So I, I need all the help I can get in getting this word out. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the assault by the left on the Christian community, I used to see this as a parochial issue, but once I went into it and saw how all of our values, uh, everything we cherish, equality, pluralism, they're all Christian values that begin, you know, they're also obviously rooted in the Judaism. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but the Christians were, there are more Christians than Jews by far. Yeah. But uh, the assault, particularly through O.B. Wade, created the religious right. They elected first Ronald Reagan and then Trump. Yeah. Without religious Christians, there would be no Trump administration, and we would not have an America. Yeah, I agree. Thanks so much, David, for coming on. I will talk to you again soon. Oh, my choice. All right. We've got a link to the book up at the website if you want to get it. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Tell you what one of the best minds out there in uh, commentary has to be Ari Fleischer, Fleischer rather, former uh, press secretary for, for George Bush, um, who said on Twitter what I think is uh, probably the best comment to come out over the weekend. He said, now that Mueller says there was no collusion, it is time to scrutinize the Obama administration. They spied on a U.S. campaign, wiretapped Americans, bid on the dossier, and unmasked Flynn. What did Barack Obama know, and what and when did he authorize it? Those questions should have already been asked two two years ago, right? Two years late, but let's let's see it happen. You know, I thought it was fascinating when you look at um, the last CIA director under Obama, who went on TV and repeatedly suggested that the sitting president committed treason and was an agent of the Russian Federation. I mean, it's hard to overstate how reckless and stupid and damaging to the reputation of the intel community that that, that really was. You know, it, ugh, just over and over again. You look at this, and now you got Politico. I, I, I really, I, I don't even read Politico anymore. I don't like Politico Florida, and I don't read the general Politico unless somebody sends me a link. But now they said... This is this was their tweet this weekend. But after the nearly two-year investigation found no collusion or clear obstruction of justice, Trump and his aides showed little interest in healing our national unity. Whiskey, tango, foxtrot. These are the people who tried to destroy any hope we had of national unity. And now it's President Trump's fault? You know, uh, you can't make that up. You know, oh, they want payback now. You listen. I don't know if they want payback, but I do. You know, you got to be kidding. 
Nobody in their right mind could say that. That the, that the big problem is that now uh, President Trump is not willing to let it go. Do not let it go. We want a church commission. Coming up next, uh, my friend um, Michael Goodwin will be on. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. Well, as most of you know, I really don't like um, listening to what other brilliant people have to say about any given issue because then it colors my opinions. But there's one person who I read all the time, and that's Michael Goodwin at the New York Post, probably because he may, even if we are in the same place on any given issue, he's just so much more articulate than I am. How you doing, Michael? Good afternoon, Joyce. Thank you for that. Oh, well, it's true. And uh, all weekend I'm thinking to myself, well, this isn't the end. This is going to just keep going. And how do we really recover from this? Or what do we have to do? And sure enough, you wrote the article, How to End Our National Nightmare. And you come to a very uh, clear conclusion. Look, I think that... um the people who support the president uh, and who always believed in his innocence, um, uh, enjoy, they should enjoy this celebration. I mean, th- this is a complete and total vindication. Mm-hmm. And they should not listen to the noise that says, oh, wait a minute, what about obstruction? <laughs> there can be no obstruction if there is no underlying crime by which you were trying to block justice from discovering. Ergo, no no obstruction. But the larger message, I think, is we need to examine, Joyce, how did this get started? Yes. It is now proven to have been a big lie. It's all a big lie that Donald Trump conspired with Vladimir Putin to steal the election from Hillary Clinton. That was a lie that the FBI, the FBI, the, the most premier law enforcement in the world, swallowed hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. Threw its weight behind that lie, hired the man who created the fic- fictional dossier, Christopher Steele, who himself says he doesn't have full confidence in its contents. Nonetheless, the FBI swallowed it, it hired him, it sought the right and gained the right to spy on American citizens, to spy on American citizens, believing or claiming to believe that they were possible agents of the Russian government. They they never told the uh, candidate that they were investigating, that there was a, an attempt to infiltrate him. They never, even as president-elect, they withheld from him this dossier, except for the salacious part. Right. So there, there was an effort, I believe, a corrupt effort, to thwart the presidential campaign of Donald Trump and to elect Hillary Clinton. Now that we have, everyone's aware of all kinds of bits and pieces of that. 
but we don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. And we have to now get the whole story because it was proven beyond a shadow of doubt by Robert Mueller that it was not true. Right. Therefore, we need to find out who started this big lie. Yeah, and we know that it was all under the previous administration, the Obama administration, that they spied on a U.S. campaign, that they wiretapped Americans, and that they unmasked General Flynn. I mean, what did President Obama know? Uh, what and when did he authorize this? You know, one of the one of the fascinating uh, there is a meeting in the White House. I believe it is July, um, January fifth of twenty seventeen. Donald Trump has been elected. The uh, swearing-in will take place in a little more than two weeks. Susan Rice writes a memo about that meeting Mm -hmm. in which she is clearly trying to cover everybody's butt Mm -hmm. by saying uh, Obama told everybody, you know, I want this all done by the books. So she writes this memo to herself. (laughs) I mean, they're leaving office. What is the point of that? Mm-hmm. But there's, there's another event that happens that day. That, that meeting, I think, takes place a day or two before James Comey goes to meet President-elect Trump and tells him about the salacious of contents of the dossier. That's all he tells him. Right. He doesn't tell him about the FISA warrant. He doesn't tell him that we're, we've been spying on you since the summer. He doesn't tell him just about the salacious allegations of President uh, Donald Trump and prostitutes in Russia. That's all he tells him. Mm. And then that meeting becomes leaked to CNN immediately. Right. And James Comey makes notes about how Trump reacted to what he was told. Mm. So th- th- this this stuff is not innocent. No, this is not this is not it's not normal. Mm. And James yet yeah, James Comey is out there. He's a millionaire now because people bought his book. Mm-hmm. I mean, we nope. have to find out who created this. Why did the FBI swallow it, and what did they do to to further push this lie on the American public? Well, we know that the uh, the Obama administration's CIA director went on TV and suggested that the president committed treason and that he was yeah. an agent of the Russian Federation. I mean, how reckless and stupid and damaging is that to the intel community? Right, and and this is this is a guy, John Brennan who, as you said, was head of the CIA. So when he speaks, one assumes he has a certain basis of knowledge. Right. Right? But there was none. There was no knowledge. It was a lie. He's continued to lie. Up until a week ago, he was predicting, you know, more more indictments were coming. They're yeah. coming. Certain. He knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's going to be interesting? If if they really do consider nominating Joe Biden um, for the, you know, the Democrat Party, um, when are we going to start asking Joe Biden what he knew about all this? He was a, he was the vice president. Very good question. He was, you know, we, we were told so many times how close he and his friend Barack were. Right, right. So, and how would you not know about unmasking? And certainly in the aftermath, as you're looking at this unfold, you've got to be saying to yourself... You know, what, what 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 really happened, as you said? And, I mean, we almost need, like, a church commission on this. 
Well, I, I, look, I, I think that is the uh, the question uh, before the Attorney General now. Uh, we're not going to get anything out of Congress um, that's worthwhile, I think. Uh, I think Lindsey Graham, however, did, did have a very powerful press conference this morning. He intends to use the Judiciary Committee in the Senate mm-hmm. to do some digging on this. I think the question, Joyce, will become... How, how seriously invested in this is the new Attorney General, William Barr, and what will he do about it? He promised Graham during his confirmation hearing that he would get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. But I think the question becomes then, how do you do that? And I believe this reinvigorates the question of, do you need a new special counsel? Right. One, to do, one to look at, as President Trump decide, uh, described it, as the other side, mm-hmm. the other side of the story. I mean, somebody has to guess. There has to be a Mueller who looks at the FBI, who looks at Loretta Lynch and the Justice Department, who looks at Brennan and Clapper mm-hmm. and all and Susan Rice and Samantha Power, the unmasking. Yeah. Why was why was Samantha Power, our UN ambassador, making <laughs> hundreds of requests to unmask? Americans caught up in incidental wiretaps. The UN ambassador, it's not exactly no. in her job description. No, right? it, it's definitely so, not. Uh, I, I think we need, we need another Mueller to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's, you need somebody, because you're investigating the FBI, you're investigating the Justice Department. You can't very well be sitting in the Justice Department right. while you do that. I, I think this, and the Inspector General is not enough, because the Inspector General cannot compel testimony from people who have left the government. Right. I don't even know where the IG report is. You know, it's like well, there are several of them, and they may be valuable, mm-hmm. as the first one was. But it's not conclusive, and it, at the end of the day, it does not have the the bite of of prosecution attached to it. Yeah, you know, and as serious as this is in terms of how we now have no faith in some of these. Um, you know, agencies like the FBI or the CIA that we used to have. I'll tell you what's even worse. We don't trust the media at all anymore. What, what went on for the last three and a half years, this just blatant attempt to undo the uh, results of a, of a candidacy, which they didn't approve of, has been incredible. I mean, I don't believe hardly anything I see on the news anymore. Right, right. Yeah, look, I, I, as I, I said uh, on Lou Dobbs last week, if you, if you just gave people a list of uh, quotations and took the names off of them who said them, and uh, they, were, they were from Democrats and the media, uh, you couldn't tell the difference. Right. I mean, they are the same thing. They say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not clear to me who originates the talking point. Right. And who is the follower? But they are—they are in lockstep on every thought, every idea, everything that's said. So, um, yeah, you can I, see. That. I agree with you. The media uh, has destroyed its credibility, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate, but it's not going to get it back. No, I don't. I don't think so either. And you know, and I'm looking at some of the things that they're stay, saying now that you have to scratch your head. I think Politico said that you know, after a two-year investigation that shows no collusion or clear obstruction, Trump and his aides showed little interest in healing our national unity. <laughs> what? You can't be I hadn't serious. Seen that. That's a great one. That's great, right? I mean, you got uh, you know, whiskey tango foxtrot. Really? I, that burned me my eyes. <laughs> 
That's a that's a beauty, isn't it? Yeah, and and there's just so much of it. You know that they're they're up there saying, well, he didn't rule out. You know, and and they yeah, just right. yeah, they can't stop. They just can't. No, no, no. I mean, uh, um, it's they're addicted to it. Uh, look, I, I have to say, you know, because. Um, it has been it has been a pretty good business model for most of them. Mm-hmm. Hating Donald Trump has been good business for the New York Times, uh, MSNBC, uh, CNN. Who knows what they're up to? But uh, certainly the far left, the hate Trump media, has succeeded. I mean, you 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 know they have subscribers um, who hate Donald Trump, and so you go to them for your comfort food. You look to them to tell you what to think that day. Yeah. And they give it to you. Yeah. They, they don't they don't they don't mess around with fairness. Uh, that's so old school. Right. Now we're now we're just giving you our opinion on every page and if you hate Trump, we hate him even more. Right. Exactly. Hey, look, I had a conversation with a, uh, you know, an elderly woman in my community who just keeps, every time she sees me, she goes, you can't still support this guy, can you? In her very heavy accent. And I looked at her over the weekend. She's from Israel. And I said, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a president support Israel the manner that this president did now with the decision about the Golan Heights? And she looked at me. She goes, no, he's great for Israel, but he's no good for America. And I'm going, (laughs) oh, my God. She just you should uh, uh, Elon Omar would, would like should meet that woman right there she has no dual loyalty right well she said yesterday or, or Saturday at a fundraiser for care she said hey you know we got to fight back we're tired of being treated like second class citizens and I'm thinking to myself a second class citizen she's a naturalized American who became a congresswoman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah, hardly second uh, class. Well, the whole victimization on Ugh. the left is, mm-hmm. is a pathology, really. Yeah, it is. Um, as is the hating Trump, the Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, it really should pay should show up in the diagno- diagnostic manual for physicians and it, uh, therapists because it has distorted people's vision. It has it has made them crazy, and so they don't think straight. They don't talk straight. They don't see things factually. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's put them on another planet. I mean, I I have to say, you know that that the same look, Donald Trump is certainly not without flaw, nice. uh, and he may have I know he did some unsavory things in his life, but he was elected fairly, right? And that is what's the important takeaway from the Mueller report mm-hmm. that. He is the legitimate president, Mm -hmm. and so much of what we saw from the left and continue to see from Democrats and the media is that he was he's not legitimate. I mean, that is the crux of the big lie that he was that he stole the election from from Hillary Clinton. And for anybody to think that now means they don't want to know the truth. They are more comfortable. They're deniers. Yeah. They're the real deniers in American life. Yeah, I agree. Michael, thank you so much for coming on. I loved the uh, way you framed it in this article. We're going to link it at the website. And just thanks so much. My pleasure, George. Right. Always a pleasure. Take care. Michael Goodwin at the New York Post. you got to read this article. I mean, he just says it all. We'll be right back. I should have talked about Michael with this article that just came out. He said, stick a fork in impeachment, it's dead. (laughs) 
and you should see Maxine uh, Waters melted down on the weekend on MSLSD. It's not over. No, it's not over. Adam Schiff said, we have evidence of collusion. Well, so what is he saying? That Robert Mueller is an agent for the president? I'm just just trying to figure this out. This was a vindication for the president and many millions of us who never doubted that he didn't collude. The findings prove once and for all that he won the 2016 election fair and square. It is now beyond any doubt that he is the legitimate 45th president of the United States. You know, uh, this time, Michael Goodwin said in his article today, hail to the chief, this time with feeling. <laughs> and it's not, you know, this, this settled truth should make every American take comfort in the idea that, you know, we will get to the bottom of everything. Yes, Russians tried to tip a presidential election, especially through hacking into email systems. They even tried to help Trump. Yet Mueller, after conducting the most exhaustive test ever of election integrity, reached the conclusion that they did not find any U.S. persons or Trump campaign official or associate conspired or knowingly coordinated with Russians, despite multiple offers from Russian-affiliated individuals to assist the Trump campaign. You don't hear them talking about that on, uh, on CNN. Nope, they don't at all. So... <laughs> I agree that we. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. I, I can tell you one way it's playing out. It's going to dampen any enthusiasm there could possibly be for a Democrat candidate. Now they're all going to just go crazy. We'll get to the bottom. I'm going to prosecute. And, and the American people are going to collectively sigh, yawn, and say, uh, we, can't, we cannot reward this kind of behavior. We just can't. Not no American, not a single one in the Trump campaign took the bait. That is a fact worthy of celebration for it shows that democracy is strong and that our institutions uncompromised. However, we now know that uh, Hillary Clinton and her supporters misled the country when she said the White House was stolen from her. Yep. So thank you for your time this time. Until next time, I'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. if it be his will and he delays his coming. Thank you, Hobo. Thank you to my guests, David Horowitz and Michael Goodwin. But most of all, thank you for listening. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. Stay tuned. Mark Lee and Van Camp coming up next. Then Barsky.